Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And as we're nearing the end of 2023, that's when we're recording this. And this really can use at any point, any new year or any point in your life that you want to start making changes. You want to start having the things that you want in your life. We're going to give you real tangible things of how we create that. What are the, it's three main steps. And if you do these three steps, you can start having what you want in your life even quicker than before. Even if you think you don't have the time, then we're going to show you how we overcome that. Even if you think I don't have the money for that thing, we're going to tell you how to overcome that. And we're going to show you the way that we start living our dream life now. So you can truly have more business and more life for the next day ahead, the next week ahead, the next year ahead. Let's jump in. How do we do this? As many of you know, that have been listening. I was paralyzed two years ago and coming out of that, I already had had a priority of what I want my life to look like. And we want to talk about that. How do you design it? But then Stephanie, it was just bringing up before we started recording, how do we want it to feel and what does it feel like and how can we have this? And the big thing is we need to design what we want, actual experiences in our life, and then build our business, our career, our abundance around that. And so it's in that. And then that might sound great. And it does. It does sound great. And then it's also great to live it. And that's what we want to talk about. Like, how do you start building the steps to live it? And then why don't you start with what you were just saying, Stephanie? Like, so you were saying you were just meditating and you had this experience and maybe just go ahead and reshare what you started to share with us. Yeah, it's been coming through in a lot of different forms this week. I've been doing a lot more yoga lately, which made my body super happy just slowing down, which is what we talk about and finding other ways to slow down. And I've just been getting these downloads in my meditation and the group meetings that we've had together in yoga and just really more around the feeling of it all, like the feeling of the experience. And I think something that happens when you come to our events or when you start bringing more personal development and different practices into your life, like I've been doing more reading and more journaling. And I've been on this journey for a couple of years, but what I find is coming through even stronger lately is just the feeling of it, like the feeling of the experience and whether it's the feeling of gratitude. And I'm trying to decipher or communicate like how this is showing up for me. And I think it's like when we write out, if you have a gratitude journal, for example, so like for a long time, I've just been writing out the things that I'm grateful for or when we talk about the mission we're on as like a team and as a company to change the way that people work and live, it's, I guess I'm trying to figure out how to say like, there's the thought of it, there's the saying of it, there's the writing it down, but then the other side of it where it really starts to become magical is like feeling into those words, feeling into those thoughts, like feeling into the experience 
is where things start to become really powerful and it can really start to change the actions that you have. So I think like just for an example, this morning we were talking about, uh, we were just doing our group roundup, like our, our team meditation where we all get centered before we even start to talk about the agenda items, which is amazing. I think we could have a whole podcast on that because that was like <laughs> really special for me this morning for some reason to get grounded. But then I was just thinking about, oh my gosh, like this team experience that we're having, the work that we're doing, it it does mean so much to me. And I want other people to have this. Like I want other people to have a work experience or a life experience that brings them joy and is filled with purpose and not just the hustle. And maybe because I had the flip side of that coin for so long where it was like, I just rushed to get to my desk by 8.30 so I could hop right on a Zoom meeting and I was just in this hustle of it all. And it like was not a good experience. So to be on the other side of that and to know the difference, it's like, oh my gosh, we could and we should all have this. So I don't know if that makes sense, but. Well, no, it, it definitely does. I mean, and even if you take it, it's the visualization, but then it's actually experiencing it and the mind doesn't know the difference. So we want to actually, as you're in, you're envisioning this future that you want, stepping into that you. So if you've never done this before in a meditation, like step into that future you, like look through your eyes, breathe through your lungs, put your fingers in in your in that future self's finger slots, and then and then feel what that feels like. Just try it on, even if you feel like you're making it up. Just trying it on because the mind doesn't know the difference between what we're actually living and then what we're thinking about. That's why the thoughts are powerful. What we think about comes about and and what you think about the most comes about the most. I mean, and that's why you can even look at stories of Michael Phelps, the gold medalist swimmer, that he said sometimes up to three hours of visualizing a race before he even steps onto the pedestal to jump in the pool. And so he's done the race over and over and over, probably like hundreds of times in that three hours, depending on the length of the race. But he's just like visualized every stroke, he said in some interview that I saw. And then when you step onto the pedestal, you already know. And there was an Olympic coach that actually took track and field Olympics of summer, which I guess swimming is summer Olympics as well. But they take track and field and they took their team and I forget which coach it was, but you could look it up. Like they took half the team. I think if you look up half the team meditated for a week, I think it was a week or two weeks of all their practices. So they did not enter the field. They didn't lace up their shoes to go out. They sat in the locker room or somewhere and they meditated on practicing their race over and over perfectly. See, that's the other thing. When you do it in your mind, it's perfect the way you want. When you do it, it could be imperfect, right? Is, is that a word, imperfect or unperfect? It's, yeah, it's not happening the way that you want, right? So, and so they divided the team in half. And then the outcome was, and because of the setup here, you probably already know who won. At the end of the two weeks, they put those two teams, the two halves of the teams against each other. And the team that meditated won over the team that went out and actually practiced physically. So even you could say what you're saying, Stephanie, to feel it, to imagine it, if you will, what if that's the word works better for you, but like fully embody that thing that you want will allow it to manifest even more perfectly than if you if you're practicing but you but i say do both i say do all of it like do the feelings 
and then do the doing. And that's kind of, it's perfect that you brought this up. Talk about perfect, perfect. And is that we are, this is what I want to talk about today. As you're coming to your New Year's resolutions for the year end, uh, or whenever you're listening to this, by the way, even if you listen to this podcast and it's not the time that we release it, this just happens to be being recorded right here at the end of 2023, but this could be any point in your life. And what I want to add to this conversation and then and then drive the rest of the conversation with this is that if we want our life to be different, if we want a different life, if we want to have more free time with our family, or you want to travel more, or you want to do these things, then the answer is to plan it. And so, so often we don't know. And even I want, I want to say, so when we say, what would you like, right? Like, what do, would you like next year? Then if your answer is money or a new job position or any of those things, then I want you to ask yourself, what will having that do for you? And that's one, if you can write this down, what will having that do for you? If you're driving or something, do not write this down right now, but whatever you can remember this, what will having that do for you? Because I've seen so many people run for millions of dollars and that might not necessarily be what you need for your life. I once was with a, another coach consultant and we would see each other from time to time at different events because we would speak at the same events. So I hadn't seen this person in quite a long time. And then we spoke at the same event and we went for a walk after we're like, Hey, let's, let's catch up. So we went for a walk and he was telling me about how life was over the last year. And it was amazing. And he went to all these places and he went, went to South Africa and went to Sydney and he got to be on yachts and like all these cool things. And then he got sad and said, but I still didn't make a million dollars this past year. I, I knew for him from previous, that was his goal. And then I asked that question. I said, oh, well, well, okay. So you didn't hit that. But if you did, if you had a million dollars, what would having that do for you? And then he proceeded, I kid you not, he proceeded to say, well, I would go, I would, I'll go on yachts, I'll travel, I'll do that. He he's proceeded to say all the things he had done that year. And then I had to say, time out, time out. Did you just hear what you said? And he's like, what? What did I say? You just said that you would go on yacht. I repeated back everything you said. And then I said, now remind me, like if we go back to what you said a few minutes ago, what did you do this year? And then he's like, oh my gosh, I did everything that I wanted to do. And you didn't make a million dollars. No, I did not. Made about 300,000. So that's still like a top earner in the world, right? Not everyone makes 300,000 a year. So that's still really good. But there was this marker that he had to make a million dollars and he was deflating himself, even feeling like a loser, feeling like he couldn't achieve his goal. But ultimately the reality of the life that he wanted was happening. So this begs the question, the money is not the goal. It should not be the goal. Money should never be the goal. Money is a tool. That's like wanting a house and you buy a bunch of hammers. Like you don't need a bunch of hammers. You need the right amount of hammers to build the house. You need the right amount of money for anything that you're doing. So when people say, oh, it'd be wonderful to have a personal chef. I would love that. Oh, well, how much does that cost in your area for the type of food that you want? I don't know. Oh, what do you mean you don't know? Well, then how do you know how much money you need? And I've actually had clients that went and got a budget for a personal chef and they found that it wasn't that much more than their grocery bill, right? Like, so 
how do you know? And that happened for my family because there's five of us. So if you have a bigger household, chances are the personal chef is not that much more because there's economics of scale. So, and so we've tried it different ways, having someone prepare food for us or having personal chefs at times. We tried lots of different meal plans. And then also what's a priority to delegate. Sometimes in my life, I want to cook. I enjoy cooking and I'll delegate other parts of my business. And then other times I wanted to have to delegate that food prep, but you have to choose. So it goes back to what would you like? And that's why I would like to propose this, this, what we're talking about, what Stephanie's talking about, but what does it feel like for you? What do you like? And then even more, what does it cost? Or what thing needs to be done? Because chances are you could have the life of your dreams sooner than you think, but you didn't actually plan it. You didn't actually get a budget. You didn't actually call it to see what it would take to have that thing. And surprisingly enough, when you actually do that, you find that you're actually closer than you thought. Or even if you're far away, let's say you get that worst news. Oh my gosh, that's unattainable with the current situation. Then now you can say, well, what do I, what can I change to make that, that reality possible? And now you actually have a runway. It's like actually having GPS. Oh, if I turn here and turn there, or if I make an extra $500 a month, all I need is an extra 500 a month. And then I could have this dream thing. So this is why it's so important. This is why we always say, what would you like? What is the life that you want? And so many people say, well, shouldn't I just build my business? Shouldn't I just grind it out and make money? And here we are to say, no, this is a different way to do it. I'm not saying it's wrong to do it the other way. Maybe you'll find your life when you become a millionaire. Maybe you'll find your life when you get that career promotion, but maybe you won't. And I found in my career more times than not, you get to that thing and you're like, whoa, it didn't work. It didn't give me what I wanted. I was just on a call with someone yesterday and they made tons of money and they said they were unhappy and now they're making less money and they're more happy because now they're designing based on what they want. Back to what Stephanie said, what are the feelings that you want? So Stephanie and Giovanni, like when I first started describing this to you all those years ago, like, what was it like? I mean, like at first did you say, oh yeah, this makes sense. And maybe you did, but then did it start becoming a reality or was there a reluctancy or was it hard to figure it out? Like what was the steps when you first started to design your life? What was that? And to get into those feelings, like you said, Stephanie. I think it's, there were improvements made right away that provided some relief and just some change, like a mindset shift. And then I think it's interesting. I think the thing that needs to happen is you need to, like you said, take stock of like where you're at and like how close or how far away am I? And I think we, especially if you are driven and you are ambitious, like you have that number or you have this certain benchmark that you think you need to achieve to be happy or to have like a completeness around happiness. <laughs> it's probably not the right set of words, but like, it's like, okay, you're always happy to some degree, but you kind of just think that there's this like uh, like this oasis of happiness that like you're just trying to get to and it's like well how do you even know if you're there and i think just hearing you even talk right now i'm like man i'm probably a lot closer than i think that i am because if i think about it like i i get to spend all this time with my kids i get to work in the way that i want i get to surround myself with amazing people like how much more really is there like yes i could take more vacations yes i could have more in the bank whatever that is but if you think about 
what do I actually want my life to feel like? Like I'm kind of there. Like I, I'm choosing it and we do do enough planning. And I think the only thing that this is really teaching me right now is I could probably just dial that in even more to even have more knowingness around like, where am I in terms of where I think I should be? Um, and then feeling into the gratitude of that. And I think even just what I was talking about earlier, like there's saying you're grateful for something. And so I think sometimes I'm, I'm a writer too. We were talked about that earlier. I want to journal and try to like describe this experience that I'm having. But if I even just take a few notes and then take a moment to pause and like feel into the words or to like, what does it feel like in that moment? Like that to me seems like what it's really all about. Like just. Well, yeah, because then you can look. So what you just brought up is then you're having the gratitude for what you already have, which a lot of times this is the point. Like even that story I told about the man that didn't make a million dollars, but lived the life that he wanted. Sometimes because we fixate on this outcome, we actually kind of destroy our success in a way. And I say destroy because that person, he was so happy about all these things, but then he was so sad because he felt like he failed. He didn't hit his goal, but the goal wasn't uh, realistic to the design. So somehow his soul, like his persona, his person directed him to the thing that he most wanted, luckily. So most of the time, so he probably had this goal to make a million dollars, but he was thinking about going on the yacht. He was thinking about all that. He was stepping into those feelings. And then that occurred. He manifested all the things he wanted, but not the million dollars because the million dollars he didn't really want. He only put it as a goal because he thought that's what he was supposed to do. And that's what most of us do. We get the job that we think we're supposed to do. We're getting, oh, I'm supposed to go chase the money because then if I have the money, then I'll have the life. And so this year, do something different. Whatever it is you want. If it is money, then ask yourself, what will having that do for you? If it's adventure, uh, and I say adventure, like let's say you want to travel. You're like, I want to go on a trip to Europe or I want to go to Australia or I want to go to Africa. I want to do these things. Well, what will having that do for you? And I've had people work with me and they find that maybe when you ask yourself, what will having that do for you? What will having that do for you? Maybe you just want to have adventure. Maybe you want to see new things. And then I said to the person, I said, well, what new things can you do in your local area? Have you seen everything of your city? Have you seen every part of your state? Have you, or your province, wherever you are in the world, have you seen that? Chances are you've not seen your whole country. You've not seen your whole state or province or, or county or township, city, whatever it is. Find something new. So then what could you do for this next year coming up? You could actually start planning new things on a weekend. You could just do a weekend trip to a new area, to a new park, to a new city, and go explore. And then you're getting that newness on a budget, right? You don't have to get on a plane and fly 20 hours to get to the most remote part of the world. Now, maybe that's your dream. Maybe you want to go to Madagascar or maybe you want to go to Argentina or wherever you are in the world. Maybe there is some distance, but then that goes back to the same thing. How do you plan for that? Okay. Well, how much does it cost to fly there? Do you even know? Chances are a lot of people I talk to, they don't know. Do you know my wife and I have found cheaper plane tickets to fly to Europe than to fly inside the United States? Sometimes we found trips to Europe for $300 a person. And most of the time when I fly around the States, I'm paying $500 per person. 
So y- y- this happens all the time. So if you want to go to Scotland, then get on all the flight radars that are out there. And you just say, I want to go here. Tell me when the cheap flight comes. And then if you have flexibility on when you could travel, you probably could go to Scotland cheaper than you could go to Florida sometimes. So I guess going back to what you're saying, Stephanie, and what we're saying, and to bring it to a tangible item, you have to ask yourself, what will having that do for you? What will having that do for you? Boil down to the thing that you most want, and then you have to go actually budget for it. And I would say most of the time, I would say more than half the time, it you find that you actually could do it. You could actually afford it right now, or you're really close to it. You only need an extra $500 or and maybe total, an extra 500 total. So you just don't go out to dinner a couple nights and there's your 500 bucks. There's a startup that has a story and I forget the name of the company, but they started on beer money. So they were college kids and they would go drink beer like all the time. And so then they said to each other, hey, let's start this company. Every time we want to drink beer, we won't go drink beer. We'll put all the money we would spend in a bucket. And then they kept all that money and they started the whole company on beer money believe it how crazy <laughs> beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you can start a whole company on it they live like save thousands of dollars stephanie so that's the thing so that's the real tangible thing so i mean that's the essence of what we're talking about go get a budget and then figure out what the gap is and and then go for it and then now you have a tangible thing and you might even to your point stephanie you you like money people say what you just said Oh my gosh, I'm I'm already living most of my dream. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to proaudiovoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. And then it just makes it more special, I guess, because if you're not really living in that moment and you're always thinking about what next, what more, then like we're not appreciating right now. And then that it just changes everything. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So we're encouraging you to go plan and budget, like make it real. That's why if you want, and then, then now you're thinking about it more. So even that, so it goes back to what you're saying, Stephanie, it's bringing up the feelings, but it's also bringing up the doing. So if you actually put pen to paper, if you actually go online and look for flights or you figure out what local trips you can do, or if you always want to play music, how much would it cost to get a piano teacher? Who's in the area? I want to learn this. Okay, well, wh- why not add it in now? Like, I I had that a year ago. I was like, oh, I want to learn to read music and play piano. I've been playing flute, the Native American flute for a while now. And then I wanted to, I've always dabbled with piano on my own, like learning a song on YouTube or something. And then I find, and I almost hesitated. I'm like, oh, there's a lot going on. I'm just recovering from being paralyzed. Like, why add this now? And then I was like, why not add it now? And and it also gave me something to work on my fingers from being paralyzed. Because with Guillain-Barre syndrome, they say some of the areas that could be affected for your lifetime, if you recover, like I have, is your fingers and toes. Because they're the farthest from all the, the nerves that go the longest. 
And so by doing activities with my fingers more frequently, I have less chance of having the the long-term problems. So so all that added up and I'm like, okay, do it now. Get a budget, get a teacher. You have to put things into motion. And I mean, I think we hear that all the time. Well, I want more time with my kids. I want more of this. Well, how could we have that? Like, how could we have that now? And maybe it's not to the full extent, but once you start doing things even a little bit, like start small and then it'll grow from there. And I always think about one of the things you told me early on, if you do get a vacation, if you do go have an adventure, like the best time to plan the next one is like at the very tail, like right when you get back <laughs> from the thing you've just did, because that's when you're the most highly motivated, like the experience is at an all time high, you're you're in it, you're in that good feeling that you want. And so that's the time to plan like the next thing. And then that's how you look ahead. And I know we even did that too, just as a tangible thing. Like you always encourage us to print out the annual calendar, like for the whole year and then look at it and kind of figure out, okay, what things do I have going on for the year? And to some degree we know, like for us specifically, we know that we have four or five, six events coming up next year. So to put all that stuff in there, like the stuff that has to happen. And in this case, it's like what experience has to happen? What do we want to happen? And to put those into the calendar and then you start working around it. So you already know it's there, it's protected. And then you can go like, oh, if I want to do this event, I can't do that because I have this really special thing that I want to do for myself, for my family, whatever it is. But I know that when I did that, so much more happened for me that I wanted to happen because time goes very quickly, especially when it's like kids and work and school and travel and all the things like it happens really fast. So to some degree, you have to plan kind of far in advance sometimes. And maybe it's not like everything's in concrete, but you're like, okay, I used to just highlight like this week, I'm going to do something. And then I would figure out what that thing was. But that, I think the times that I've done that, and I don't think I did that this year. It was a little bit of a fly by the seat of your pants year for me. But now that we're talking about it, I'm going to print out my calendar. I'm going to do that for next year so I can have those things. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, even noticing that you can get off track and you had so much change in your life this year that it kind of makes sense that that happened because you did do a lot. So it's not like nothing happened, like lots of stuff happened. Life dreams actually happened. And so a lot the results of this year were a lot of planning for the previous five years, really. And they all came together this year. So, and now you're resting again. Now you're coming to the end of this year. So many things are starting to settle for you. And now you can plan this next chapter of your life, really, because it's all a lot of newness. So cool. What about you, Giovanni? Like how these lessons we're talking about, how have you, is there one thing that stands out the most from this conversation or, or how have you started to make these plans in your life? Yeah, it's, I feel like it's been a little bit more challenging the last few years having a, a new child, but I think we're we're ready to start planning more since she is like more mobile and more e more able to communicate certain things uh, for herself. I don't know if that makes it easy or not, but I think we're not always <laughs> on our yeah. She's definitely becoming more her own little lady, even at two years old. So, yeah, so I mean, I think it's something we can definitely focus more on. It's always a good lesson to rehear this stuff. It's just like, okay, what do you, what do you want? And then go research it. 
Like how much does it actually cost? That's that's always a good one to remember. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Instead of it being a pie in the sky, one day maybe kind of a thing. And so I think that's something we're kind of getting back to. And I think we're going to discuss more as my wife's going through a transition in her career right now, which is awesome. She's venturing out on her own. And so she now has more more control over her calendar and whatnot. And so I think in the, this coming year, that's going to be more of a focus for us is planning more of what we want and then filling our businesses in the rest of it. So, Yeah, it's so good because then you can work backwards. Even if you don't have those funds yet, you can say, okay, well, how can we? You can start asking those questions instead of saying, oh, someday... What actually one of my friends, his dad, he say, Dad, can we do this? And his dad would say, One day, one day. And as he grew up, he actually thought one day was a day, like 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 Christmas or Valentine's Day. So he was waiting. So it was like actually a sad story. But then as he came into his life, he turned it into a positive. He's like, one day is now. Like for me, I'm gonna always make one day now, or I'm gonna figure out when to make it. Because one day he found if you don't plan or do it, it never comes. One day I'll just be one day far out in the future, which is like never. So it goes back to everything we're saying here. It's like, okay, I think it's three steps, right? Number one, you have to decide what you actually want. Not thinking of the tool. Don't think of the hammer. Don't think of the money. Like, what is it that you want? Number two, then we have to figure out. How is that going to feel like step into that self? And that's kind of conf- confirming like, yeah, that is what I want. Okay, great. Now start the, doing the doing. So it's the thought, the feeling, and then the doing, the doing, what is it going to take? And even if you find that it's out of reach at the moment, it's, it's just temporary. Now you can start planning. Okay. I need to save $2,000. Okay. Well, if I can only save a hundred dollars a month, then in 20 months, I can say maybe it's going to take you two years, but then that dream can actually come true and you know it. And two years will go by fast. And all of a sudden you'll be having that thing that you invested a hundred bucks a month in for two years. And then there it is. So whatever. And maybe then as you start doing that, you'll find a way to save 400 a month or 500 a month. And then when you really know, oh, that's the thing I want, then you'll actually stop spending money on stuff that you don't care about. I've done it. I've spent money on things I really didn't care about and I shouldn't have. And then now when you get real about your budget and okay, this is the thing that's really important to me, then we can stop spending money on dumb stuff and start spending money on the thing that actually is going to lift our heart up. That's going to make us feel fulfill that heart's desire. So ask for what you want. That means you asking yourself and what will having that do for you and break it down to the 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 most important part of why you're doing it. Because you might also find that you don't have to fly to Italy to have the experience. If you want to see something, have something different, you can find it locally sometimes. Sometimes there are reasons for me to go to Italy and see some of my cousins and that I can't find at another local uh, place. But if I'm just going on an adventure, then there's adventures right in your backyard that you're probably overlooking. Number two, really feel into it. Is that what I want? Confirm the feelings and then sit in those feelings. To Stephanie's point, maybe even on a daily basis in meditation, visualization. And then the third part is then do it. And the doing starts with planning. 
How are you going to do it? How, when is it going to be scheduled? How are you going to find it financially? And you might even have to do that in steps. Like first thing, buy the flights, then save up the money for the hotel. Cause most of the time you don't have to pay that until you get there and then save up the money for the food. It's you could just, if you make it in steps, the chances are of having it are much more real. Does that make sense? Anything either of you want to add to that? Well, I was just thinking about what you said sometimes when you ask yourself that question, what will having that do for me? Sometimes the answer might be, well, I just want to have adventure. Maybe it's not this one place or this one thing. So then you can find something you can have sooner for less money, whatever that is. But maybe when you ask yourself that question, it is that you really want to go to the homeland or whatever that is, because that has a lot of meaning. Then that tells you your answer too. Like then that tells you that you need to take it even more seriously. Like how bad do you want that thing? How important is it? How important is it to have it next year versus five years from now? And then what am I willing to give up to your point? How much money do we spend on things that don't have that same level of meaning? And so we do have to assign a a weight to it. So I think checking in with yourself to say, okay, how important are these experiences to me? And like, how can I keep that top of mind every day so that when I'm figuring out where my money goes, like, what am I going to put towards it so that I can have that thing that means so much? And then that teaches you so many lessons, even just within that, right? But Yeah. Yeah. Because then we overthink things. I've met families that buy a vacation home so that they are all their family can hang out together, but then they couldn't even travel. Like, so when your kids start becoming adults, I'm talking about, and they want to, and then they couldn't go. And so if you, what you, the reason you bought that cabin is so that you could have family time, but then not, you didn't check in. Like part of the planning is, Hey, if I buy this cabin, would you do it? Even my dad did that once he bought this huge truck, like, in a, what is it called? Like a Ford excursion or something. A, sat like nine or 10 people or something crazy. And it wasn't like a regular one. It was like tricked out with an extra bench seat or something. And then we, he sold it like three months later. Cause I, cause I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we could all go on a road trip together. And then no one wanted to do that. So they were like, dad, what did you buy this for? Sell that thing. If you want to hang out with us, let's just plan a day. We could all meet up somewhere. So even in your own family, if, if family time is the thing that you wrote down and that's what you want, then how can you do that every day? Like what hour are you going to all pick as a family to turn off your phones, turn off electronics and hang out and play a game for an hour or go for a walk for an hour, go for a hike for an hour. You could plan that every day. And then one day a week, maybe on Saturdays, you could choose to have, again, turn off all electronics and be present with each other and do something together. Once a month, you could plan a long weekend or once a quarter. And then maybe once or twice a year, you can, you can plan a holiday or something, or, or you rotate houses. I I remember with uh, part of my family, we would have these events and then we would rotate houses between our different aunts and uncles. And so then we didn't spend any money. It's like, oh, we're going to this person's house and they're hosting and you can rotate. And then now you can all be together without having to spend tons of buku bucks. You don't have to buy the cabin, the lake house. You could, if you can, and you have money sitting, like having money sit in a savings account is not a good idea. So buying real estate would be good. So I'm not saying anything against any of that. Remember, this is not wrong or right. This is going back to your plan. I'm just saying, what if you put all that pressure on yourself to buy a lake house and you didn't need it to have the result that you wanted because all you wanted to do is hang out with your family and you could do that for free. There's parks that you can go to for free. 
Maybe you have to pay some gas money to get there. But just, we are overthinking it. I would say 60 to 7% of the people I meet overthink the doing for the result of what they actually want. So that's why when we're saying slow down to really figure out what you want, that's the first big, big step. Then when you know that, then you start to feel into it to double check that it is true. And if it feels good, then awesome. Then plan it, then budget for it, then figure it out. And chances are, again, majority of the people are surprised that it's closer than they thought. Or like Stephanie just said, I think I already have it. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, right? Like, oh my gosh. I am repeating myself, but it's so simple. You have to accept this. Like we overlook this. We want it to be harder. And to your point too, Giovanni, don't make like do what works for your daughter. Like you could still have the family time and then work it in. We always, for us, our kids are a little older and we, we always just try to figure out what would work and like what what does the unif unified group want as they get older by the way it is harder because like this person doesn't want to do that so we had to make like rules like okay we're all going to do what your sister wants today and then on this day you get to pick what to do and we're just going to all and we can do this to honor each other and f see what each of us like you might be pleasantly surprised that you like it too or you might say no confirm i do not like this 100% confirmed. So we have to like actually uh, persuade the family to still do stuff because at the beginning when they're younger, like like your daughter, Giovanni, that it's easier to say we're doing this and then she'll be like, okay, most of the time. There is refusal sometimes, but, but then as they get older, I find that's more. It's like, no dad, I'm going to do this on that day oh, or I'm going to join this club. I'm going to go to that class, which I totally encourage. I want them to join groups and be in classes but then the agenda gets all wonky because they have they have their own events and their own schedule and it's like so the real life of that happens when they start becoming their own entity i mean they are they're always their own entity and their own person but they are individualizing themselves as part of the process which is natural in human development and sometimes hard for us parents because we're so used to like, okay, everyone get in the car. We're going to do this thing. And it's like, oh, no, dad, that's not on my plan. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I say do more, Giovanni, because one day she'll say, no, dad, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and she'll actually have the autonomy to do it because she'll be like 18 and you'll be like, okay, dang it. <laughs> yeah, she already says no to things. Like, okay, we're doing this. It's like, no. Like, well, still got to go. So. <laughs> But yeah, I think you touched on something though. I think that's probably important to keep reiterating is like, it, it is like a mindset thing, like over, we make it harder than it has to be kind of a thing where it's like, if it's a, if it's a money thing, you think you don't have the money for it. Okay. That's one thing. But if it's like, you don't think you have the time for it, that's probably like the bigger mindset for people. Well, I don't have time to find one hour i'm busy i got work and why i'm busy is because i'm trying to provide for my family or whatever the story is that they're telling so like i know i i would say like how, how can you touch more on 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 that part of it because i think that's probably the biggest challenge for our listeners is that time mindset well yeah that sounds good if i just plan it out but then something always comes up and i i overbook myself or most people as we've seen with our clients they put everything else in front of themselves 
right? So if it's their business, they'll put their business in. Even if they put it themselves on the calendar or block out the time, they always find a way like, well, I got to get this done now instead, right? And they just kind of like, we'll do it later, that one day thing, right? So how do you help people get get over that mindset and like really stick with it? Thank you for that question. That might have to parlay into our next podcast. I could touch on it briefly, but this is a whole podcast right there, Giovanni. And maybe it, and really, what it is is it's it's planning tomorrow today is what we call it, and and right sizing our day. So the thing is, as business people and entrepreneurs and career driven people, we tend to let that override our life. And I want to caution you that the big caution flag is that life is going to pass by and then you're going to neglect the things that are also important to you. Most of us are not one-dimensional beings. There are a few that are so laser focused on one thing and that's all they want to do. Okay, more power to you. But if you're like me and I, I also have a mission, I have a mission to create more business, more life and do all this and do this podcast. And I love doing this but I also love my family and and doing things. I also love food, like especially organic grown and like learning to garden, like being outside, having our food, being with my family. I also like to travel. I also like music. Like I said today, I like that's uh, this starts adding up, right? And so I have a thing I call plan your fun first. So now work could be fun and it, it should be. I hope it is. For me, it is. But I also want to plan those additional things. And the reason that's important, Giovanni, and and the short answer for today is because it forces me to stop working. Now, it does require like that whole thing. And the reason I say plan your fun first, like beyond like just the, oh, I'm going to do this at this time and don't tell anyone. No, I want you to announce it. I want you to tell your partner you're going to take them out on a date. I want you to make a reservation. I want you to make it really hard to skip it. Like, even if you need to make a game, say, hey, if I miss dinner, then you can go buy a whole new outfit, honey, or whatever it is, right? Like, what if that was there? What if there was a penalty? So, And not everyone works on penalty. I like to work on celebration, but sometimes you could have a penalty. And sometimes the penalty is paying for a piano lesson that you don't show up. And I did that once this year. I had to cancel the same day. And I did. I chose to do it. But once out of the whole year, and I, because I paid for the class, I'm going to show up. So I create a mechanism to do the thing that I want and not let it go to the wayside. We can always do more work. I can 100% tell you, Giovanni, that I can work 24-7 every day on the agenda that I have in my mind of the company that this company is going to be in the next 10 years. There's an unlimited amount of things to do, and it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. If I did that every day, I would I would ruin myself. I would get sick. I would uh, be depleted of energy. I would be making dumb decisions. I would be making... And how do I know this? Because I did it. I did that. I did no pain, no gain. I'm going to... If it doesn't hurt, then it's not good. I believed all those things. I even used to say, sleep is for dead people. Like, that's who I was. And it didn't work so well. I was meaner, grumpy. I I didn't work as efficient. I mean, just think about it. If you're working all the time, how do you really actually have the wisdom and, and the smarts to do it when you're exhausted? So what I'm telling you to wrap this up is that you planning something else to do to go recover actually allowed me to come back 
and make more money. And I will say, when I was testing this out before I started teaching it, I might make less money, but it's okay. I'd rather make less money and actually have the things I want. I'd rather have all these fun things on my calendar and make uh, less money. And you know what happened? I made more money and not a little bit more, a lot more. I had a transformational year, the year I decided that it was a must that I start living my life. Because guess what happened, Giovanni? I started making myself plan the hours that I was going to work smarter because I'm like, oh, I only have six hours today. What am I actually going to do? It made me get rid of the garbage that I was wasting my life with. So it forced me to eliminate the dumb stuff that I filled my day with that ended up causing me to work way over eight hours a day because I was filling with fluff. And when you force yourself to go to piano lessons, dance classes, date night, take your kids out for the day, plan a vacation, it forces you. Guarantee, if you think of the last time you went on a vacation, you did more than ever before you left for the vacation. We always do this because we have to, because the plane's leaving. So you got to make that the reality. The plane is leaving. If you buy a plane ticket, you're going to show up at most cost, right? So that's what my suggestion is, Giovanni, make it a must. And and goes back to all the things we're saying, schedule it, then actually put it down and put the credit card down on that. Put the, I'm not saying get in debt, I'm saying put the card down. I use credit cards to get points. That's it. And then I pay it off every month. So yeah, use the credit card, get the points. That's another quick wisdom thing. If you don't have it, get the best card with the most points that you like. If you want to travel, get a travel card. If you want a cash back, get a cash back card. I when I didn't know this, and then you put all your bills, everything you can pay on that card, and then pay it off every month, and then you get free money. So cool. <laughs> yeah. They give you money. Yeah. Anyway, does that help, Giovanni? Give the tips for and that was perfect. Well, I do suggest if everyone reminds me that our next podcast, we go deeper into the the, the ways that we all plan. Because I think we've all taken these lessons and done them. How can we make this podcast, this idea of dreaming and then making it a reality, turn it into the day by day? Like, how do we then do this daily, weekly, and and go even deeper than we did today so that we can make this a reality for everyone for the next year? Do you agree? I made a note. All right. Stephanie's our keeper, the note. Well, I appreciate everyone listening into this. We we do this for you. Truly, all, all of us want you to have the life you want. And I really hope that you take this serious. And I just want to say the last thing is that it's so simple, but it can be even more simple to not do it. <laughs> so, so the reality is you got to step that one step and start doing what we said. And you can start having the change in your life. And don't make it difficult. Just stick with the couple steps that we said today and start having it happen. And then let us know what thing you plan. Like share it with us. We really appreciate it. And if you got value from this, please join our newsletter. We have a free newsletter that we send out with all kinds of tips, case studies from clients that are implementing all these things and a bunch of new stories. And all you have to do is text WOW, W-O-W, to 72,000. That's 72000-72000. Text the word WOW to 72,000. And we will, it'll prompt you to add yourself to our, our newsletter and get a bunch more free stuff. 
I hope you got tons of value from this and we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast or having you listen on the next podcast. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.